0: You're listening to What's Up Social Media, a review of last week's happenings in the social media world, with some Trini seasoning. And now, here's your host, Keisha Lewis. Welcome back. What a week. Pinterest features in our headlines this episode as they produced a report on beauty trends around the globe. Facebook continues to work at improving their ad services, and Instagram is looking for new ways to help you find more people to connect with. Let's get started. But first, what's up for discussion? This episode, we talk about some of the not-so-regular ways in which WhatsApp is being used, especially given circumstances of last week in Trinidad and Tobago. Last week Monday, mere days after being installed as Commissioner of Police of Trinidad and Tobago, Gary Griffith announced a new initiative involving the use of WhatsApp. He provided a direct line to him via a personal phone number. Citizens were encouraged to not call but message him via text or WhatsApp. In a media release, as quoted from the Trinidad Express, 23rd of August, he indicated that, quote, the intention is to give the public the confidence that they can safely pass on information directly to him as Commissioner of Police, assured that their identities are protected and that their report will be investigated and action taken as necessary, Unquote. Two days later, The overwhelming response led to him appealing to persons to only text or WhatsApp information pertaining to serious crimes, particularly murder. Of course, there were many pranks played and less than savoury materials sent. However, according to the COP, a lot of quality information was obtained, which he then passed on to the relevant officers. Minus identities of the tipsters. Of course, this is a temporary exercise till a proper structure is set in place to better handle the volume. But it is encouraging that social media, in the form of a messaging app, is being used by authorities to help build trust and bring hope to a population exhausted by the crime situation. Another point at which social media was the hero. Was last week Tuesday. In the late afternoon, Trinidad and Tobago experienced one of the strongest and longest earthquakes in its recent history. The epicenter was at the Venezuelan coast facing Trinidad and Tobago and registered 6.9 in TNT. It lasted over 1 minute and 30 seconds. Thankfully, no one died and we were not devastated. In the aftermath, social media became the communications portal of choice. People used WhatsApp to connect with each other and share pictures of damage done in various parts of the country. One of the media houses, CNC3, conducted Facebook Live videos reporting on the ground and in the moment. People used the Facebook crisis response to mark themselves safe. Of course, Trinese being Trinies, the jokes and memes started floating around as soon as the ground settled. I guess that seems to be our go-to coping mechanism, for good or ill. People prayed, gave thanks, talked about how they felt, and discussed the many issues that a natural event like this exposes, all on social media. All in all, It shows just how social media and messaging apps have become the most important means of communication for locals. And these are not the only ways in which WhatsApp is being used in a positive way. It is being utilized in the medical profession by easing the process of communication between doctors, whether in the same department, such as in the UK, or across the country, such as in India. And there are many other uses. Of course, the majority of ways it is useful is in a business and commercial sense. And maybe that will be another topic for discussion in another episode. And that's what's up for discussion this week. And now let's take a look at the major updates this week. First one comes from LinkedIn. You can now exchange QR codes. This was announced on their blog as part of their Tuesday Tips series. And I quote, Now you can easily connect on LinkedIn and stay in touch by scanning someone's QR code. Perfect for those flyby moments when you're at an industry event or professional gathering. The QR code icon can be found in the top right corner of the search bar. It can be shared via text, email, or you can save it to your photo gallery. You can also scan another person's QR code and reach out to them that way. And we continue with LinkedIn. They've updated the job search experience. This was announced in the LinkedIn blog last week Wednesday. Quote, Today we're introducing some changes to LinkedIn jobs to help job seekers find the job that's right for them. A new search experience, remote job search, and updates to LinkedIn salary search." For example, you can now select remote jobs as a location filter in your job search. Results would be only jobs that have been described as fully remote. A willingness to work remotely can also now be indicated in your career preferences. Next, we take a look at Snapchat. They have added musical gifts. This update is the product of a partnership with Tune Emoji. According to a social media today article, users can now quote send musical gifts which play a snippet of a chosen song along with the moving images." This is one of the first SnapKit integrations which has allowed the development of third party apps. And now we come to Facebook. Facebook group admins can now pin comments. According to a Social Media Today article from last week Thursday, the option will enable group admins to highlight the best comments or new angles of interest, which could help spark further discussion around a specific element and boost engagement and interaction, Such a push is a smart move, especially with the shift in social media towards private interactive spaces, such as groups. Those of you that have listened to episode 5 would also remember that LinkedIn, Is also making that push towards groups. And that's it for our updates this week. And now for the major news of this week. Instagram. They've been testing recommended posts in their feed. Last week, Monday, Instagram announced in their blog that they're, quote, testing recommended posts in feed, a new way to see content you may like on Instagram. Unquote. These recommendations were based on quote, people you follow and photos and videos you like. Unquote. The recommendations would have shown up at the end of the feed after the um, You're All Caught Up graphic. To see the recommendations, users just had to keep scrolling. The test was proposed to last a few days, after which, feedback would be used to guide further adjustments. Once improvements are made, Instagram expects to make it available to more people in the coming weeks. So, keep on the lookout for it. I personally did not come across it in the past week. It may not have been tested in the Caribbean. If you saw it and you're based in the Caribbean, feel free to let me know, send a message. Um, But I like it. I like the um, idea. Because, you know, sometimes you go in search and... Some of these suggestions may really not be what you're interested in, especially, you know, if it's based on what's, like, really popular generally, and so you have to do, you know, personal searches, actually focus going into the search bar, typing what you're looking for. So, something like this where I can just scroll and find recommendations, that sounds like a good idea. Um, of course, for people, for those of us that have tons of followers and following tons of people, it may get a bit tedious, but hopefully they will do it in a tasteful way so that it doesn't clog up your feed. We'll be on the lookout for it, of course. Once it shows up in the Caribbean, I will definitely let you know. And now for the next story. Facebook made some major modifications to the ad tools that they have to reduce discrimination. Last week, Tuesday, Facebook announced these changes in their business blog. Quote, Today we are providing some updates to our ad targeting tools and education that align with our advertising principles. Unquote. The most important change is the removal of over 5,000 targeting options, once they exclude access based on ethnicity or religion. All US advertisers are gradually being required to certify compliance with Facebook's non-discrimination policy. This requirement will be ruled out to advertisers in other countries over time. So it's kind of vague, we don't know how long it'll take, weeks, months, years, no idea. In terms of how it might affect us in the Caribbean when we go in to develop our ads, uh, you just may see less options in terms of who do you want to target with your ad. So you won't be able to target based on religion or ethnicity or so on. Other than that, it shouldn't affect us too much until they get to the point of requiring certified compliance, that which, well, as they said, It will be happening over time, which could be any time. So that's it for that story. Let's move on. We're at Facebook again, and they are continuing to go out of their way to help people build video ads. So the headline is, Building of Mobile First Video Ads, Now Easier. As described in last week's episode, Season 2, Episode 5, Facebook's creative shop team developed a framework for creating video ads from still images. Facebook has now gone further by building even more tools to help users create mobile-optimized video ads. They are the Video Creation Kit and a Video Cropping Tool. Now let's look at the Video Creation Kit. According to the Facebook Business Blog, this tool, quote, enables you to turn existing image and text assets into mobile-optimized videos framed in 1-to-1 for feed environments or 9-to-16 for stories on Facebook and Instagram. Like the Creative Shop's framework, the kit has four templates based on business goals. 1. Promote a product. 2. Sell multiple products. 3. Show Product Benefits or 4. Drive Product Discovery The other tool is video cropping, which is relatively straightforward. It's a tool that makes it easier for you to ensure that your videos meet the recommended ratios, whether it be for newsfeed, stories, or elsewhere. And now to the next story. And we continue with Facebook, with their monthly Topics to Watch reports. Now, this is a report of topics that are gaining traction in terms of mentions on their platform. Now, this kind of data holds great potential for marketers. A Social Media Today article explains why. Quote, The monthly topics to watch reports can be a great way to stay ahead of the latest trends and shifts. According to Facebook's research team, up to 80% of the topics they've identified in their monthly reports, go on to be significant movements. That means that if there's a subject of relevance to your niche, you might just be able to get ahead of the curve and capitalize on the rising attention." And some of the topics from the month of July were 1. Console games. The same Social Media Today article suggests that you can capitalize on this by making retro game references and using retro game icons in your posts. Another topic is the concept of the third eye. And another topic is the word kick in the context of martial arts and workouts. Use it however way you can. I'm guessing people that are into fitness and um, these kind of things, gyms, This would be a great time to make use of that word in your posts. And now for the next story. Facebook again. This time, they are providing tips on maximizing customer action, in particular, email signups and mobile purchases. Now, this set of tips caters to publications as part of the Facebook Journalism Project series. However, they are useful to any brand or small business. Tips include the following. One, when capturing email addresses, keep the process simple and optimized for speed. For example, don't require prospect to set up an account at that moment. Collect the absolute minimum of data. So you're looking at things like just the first name and email address. Another tip is to provide as many payment options as possible. So if you have... PayPal, Western Union, Um, check, (laughs) credit card. Make it available to people online. And another tip is to build user-friendly forms, such as with immediate notification if something was entered incorrectly. And with our next story, we finally leave Facebook and move on to Pinterest. They produced a global beauty report for the year. In their blog last week Thursday, beauty trends throughout the world were outlined based on search data on their platform. These trends have some weight, given that Pinterest hosts over 207 million beauty boards. Categories covered were makeup must-haves, trending eyeshadow colors, hairstyles, hair colors and nail art. Sadly, no Caribbean trends were mentioned though countries in Latin America were included, such as Brazil and Argentina. Some of the trends include wine-coloured lipstick in Brazil, several kinds of braided hairstyles in the US, Brazil and South Africa, as well as do-it-yourself nail stickers in Brazil. And that's it for the major news this week. So what's up next week? Well, we have another interview on deck with a local marketing professional. Details on this person in the next episode. But I can tell you about some of the questions we will be discussing. For example, what is good marketing and how is it different, if at all, for small businesses based in the Caribbean as compared to larger businesses and or international businesses? And another topic would be What kind of strategies could small businesses prioritize when stepping into marketing? And of course, we look at how social media marketing fits into that greater umbrella of marketing. So, that's it for this week. Take care of yourself, take care of each other, and see you next week. Bye! Music was Back to Summer by Nexlo on SoundCloud.